the top five players to buy inter FPL teams for game week nine. The international break is finally drawing to a close. So today I'm having a look at those top transfer targets that you need to be considering into your team that I'm considering buying into my team as well. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and welcome back to another video today. It is my top players to buy, my top transfer targets going into the upcoming game week nine deadline. So 1000 likes on the video is always the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. Are you enjoying the FPL? It's almost back and we don't have many more international breaks between now and about February time. So diving in the first man on the list is a player I'm so happy that is in my team at the moment and that is Mohamed Salah of Liverpool 12.7 million he's up to now over one in three teams but that still means that two in three of you watching this video are not going to have Mo Salah in your team at the moment now looking at the fixtures over the past couple they've been a bit mixed Brighton was one of those games that we thought we could invest in but we didn't necessarily need to if you captain Mo Salah in game week eight like me, we got a haul and now everyone thinks it is a good idea to be going and buying him. And it absolutely is. Looking at those fixtures that he has over the next three, particularly Everton, Nottingham Forest and Luton, he is a captaincy option in all three of those. Although he is the early kickoff in game week nine, so we know never to trust and captain a player in that fixture. Looking at the online data as well, 0.7 XG per 90. That does include penalties, but we know that he's on penalties, right? And if he gets them, chances are he's going to score them. And 0.37 XA per 90 as well. That is what the difference for most salaries versus last year. His assist potential is much higher than we have seen for him in previous seasons as well. So that is great. He's a good captaincy option for me. He's almost essential at the moment. Next up is a player we'll keep really short and that is Ariola at West Ham. I often get goalkeeper questions that I don't necessarily respond to because it's not the most exciting question. It's not the most exciting pick. However, the number one goalkeeper, probably the only goalkeeper I think you should be considering buying into your team at the moment and over the next few weeks as well is Ariola of West Ham. Aston Villa in game week nine is not ideal, although he has averaged over three saves per match. So 4.1 saves per 90 so far this season. So that is averaging a save point every single game he plays in. Only one clean sheet because they have had a difficult start to the season. But from game week 10 onwards, the fixtures are great. 4.2 million. He's only going to go up in price. He might even hit 4.3 by the time you see this video as well. So he is a great option. Probably my number one and actually probably the only goalkeeper I'd consider transferring in at the moment. Next up, and probably the only defender I'm considering buying at the moment is Matty Cash at Aston Villa. Now, he's 5 million at the moment, but very close to rising up to 5.1. Still only in one in three of your FPL teams. And looking at those upcoming fixtures, I think he can continue to do well and continue to be one of the best defenders to buy. Now, you're probably thinking, why am I not advising a Spurs defender as well, given they've done well recently? The fixtures defensively for Spurs are kind of on the end. They were kind of getting to the last of the good ones. Fulham at home in game week nine is nice. And then it's Crystal Palace away. And then after that, the defensive fixtures are not actually that great. So I do think that Matty Cash is a better defensive option than some of those Spurs defenders, which you might be looking at at the moment. The underlying data for him is good. 0.39 expected goals per 90. He did weight that very you know heavily to some of the games at the start of the season but I do still think he can do well looking at the fixtures that Aston Villa do have over the next few weeks as well. 
The second option we have at Aston Villa is Ollie Watkins. He is still the forward of the moment, still the only forward that I'd really be, you know, trying to restructure your team to go and buy. And if you have the likes of Alvarez, I think he's a fine hold. But for me, the number one forward alongside Erling Haaland is Ollie Watkins. Again, as we said with Cash, the fixtures are really good there. He is just focal to everything that he that Aston Villa are doing. Now, they might not be explosive returns. Yes, he had that one big return, but outside of that, it's sort of been between five and nine points. But you're not really considering captaining him. So having players who are very consistent in your team is really vital when you're, you know, there hasn't been that much consistency at the start of the season so far. Looking at those fixtures, Game week 13 is the only red fixture around that. Watkins and Aston Villa, I think they'll pick up a lot of points. Watkins is focal to what they do going forward. I expect them to score a lot of goals as well. They look pretty comfortable in Europe, so it's pretty much a no-brainer if you're considering buying Watkins to just get them in. Next up, we have the cheap midfielder debate, and it is Anthony Gordon versus Pedro Neto. If you are looking for a midfielder under 6 million, these are the two that I think most people are looking at. Anthony Gordon served a suspension in game week eight and is now back available. If there is someone else at a cheap price that you are considering, then let me know if I've missed them, but I think these two are the real two that are going to be fighting out for a spot in our teams. The Fixtures for them are both pretty even. There's not massive difference between the two. Anthony Gordon has averaged very slightly more points per 90, but he's played less minutes. So Neto actually has more points than Anthony Gordon has so far this season. Now, Gordon has less returns, just only six returns versus Neto seven. However, he has two goals, whereas Neto only has one goal and Neto has massively more assists. So six versus four. Looking at the underlying data, it's 0.28 expected goals for Gordon versus 0.24 for Neto. But again, Neto massively outperforms in terms of assists. Personally, if I was going to pick one, I would favor just about Anthony Gordon. The online data says there's basically nothing to split between the two of them. However, I would then favor the player that plays for the team that I expect to score most goals in a single game. So has the high ability of hauling and has the high ability of not going into a game that ends with maybe one or zero goals for their team, which is what you can get with Wolves. So I would still favor Gordon. The only issue with him is he does have Champions League. So there might be a little bit more rotation. So I do expect Pedro Neto to play more minutes, but I do think Neto will score less points in the minutes he plays with Gordon outscoring him in maybe slightly fewer minutes. And finally, we have a cheaper option and it is Cole Palmer, 4.9 million. Now, at time recording, he's currently yellow flagged, has picked up a slight dead leg on international duty. We're not 100% certain how long he's going to be out for, whether he's going to be back available or not. But we do know that he's going to be a good option at his price. The difficult thing for him is the fixtures, right? I don't think I've ever had a five players to buy video with a player with fixtures that look like this. However, he is only 4.9 million. He is a fantastic enabler if he is fit, available, and again soon. And we think he's on penalties as he did take one for Chelsea in game week eight. If you are looking to downgrade a player to potentially upgrade to buy Trippier, something I'm considering for my own team as well, Cole Palmer is the best midfielder under 5 million that you can buy probably under five and a half million as well. He doesn't have to start for you every week, but he can if you need. Chelsea do look like they are scoring a few more goals, although it was Fulham and Burnley in the past two where they did score some goals. And I'm not getting too ahead of myself based on those. But if you are needing a cheap midfielder, he's probably the one that I would go with. Reliability off the bench looks pretty nailed in that Chelsea team at the moment as well. So we've had actually six players to buy, but one is a cheap midfielder and one is a goalkeeper. So it averages itself out. We've had a look at those mid-priced midfielders. We've had Salah. We've had talk about Aston Villa as well. Don't worry about Aston Villa drawing balls. I expect points for them 
over the next few weeks. Let me know any players you are considering buying into your team that are not in this video. Anyone questions you have, drop it all in the comment section down below. FPL is almost back. Thank you all so much for watching. 1,000 likes on the video is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. And I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.